You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. Hello, world, and welcome to Your Competitive Advantage, a mentoring success group radio broadcast coming to you directly from our studios in Detroit, Michigan. My name is Tom Tubergen, and I'm your host. I'm really excited this morning to introduce our guest, Don Blahoviak. Don is the founder of the Leadwell Institute, located in Princeton, New Jersey, a leadership development and executive coaching firm that works with executive teams and individuals to improve their performance. Don is a successful corporate executive in Fortune 500 companies, high-tech startups, and not-for-profits. He received his formal training in executive coaching at Georgetown University in its renowned graduate certificate program for leadership coaching. And he's currently at work on his doctorate in behavioral science at the Fielding Graduate University. Don joins us today to talk about the relationship of leadership skills and successful entrepreneurs. So, Don, welcome. What are some of the key leadership skills of successful entrepreneurs and small business owners? Tom, thanks for having me. The number one leadership skill, of course, is to have a clear sense of direction, and most entrepreneurs uh, register very highly on that part of the equation. They typically are starting a business or buying a business or developing a business because they do have a clear picture, the vision thing, if you will, of where they want to go. The, the missing piece often, or the one that is often uh, undervalued or underdeveloped in many entrepreneurs, is the communication piece with the people that are so important to that entrepreneur's success. And so it would be the communication piece, sharing that vision, explaining it, enlisting the people, employees, suppliers, partners, uh, Everybody around that entrepreneur who's going to help him or her be successful. And my experience as an executive coach, as somebody who's been in business 30-some years, working with entrepreneurs, working for entrepreneurs, is that so many times they are bound so tightly to that vision. They have it inside. They breathe it. They sleep it. They dream it. It's, it's almost part of their DNA. They can't imagine that anyone else isn't getting it. And so they often give too little attention to that piece of it, explaining it, enlisting people at an emotional level so that people not only understand it, but also believe in it the way the entrepreneur does, or at least to some degree. It's probably not reasonable to expect other people to believe in it at the same level to the same degree that the entrepreneur does. And by the way, that's also sometimes where entrepreneurs uh, struggle a little bit. They can't imagine that other people don't see what they see. They sometimes have that vision piece almost to a fault. They have such a clear idea, such a clear conviction, and they can't imagine that other people aren't seeing it, aren't getting it, don't feel the passion that they do. And in fact, they can't, the other people can't, until they catch the fire, until they see the pictures clearly. And that's the responsibility of that entrepreneur. You know, the economy over the last several years has uh, specifically been changing, where a lot of people that are in the baby boomer age, uh, say 45 on up, uh, with some significant skills, has been finding themselves underemployed or unemployed. And... Uh, some of these people, the only thing that it's starting to occur to them that the only way they're going to be employed for another 10 or 15 years is if they buy themselves a job. And I'm kind of wondering if there's a, uh, 
a missing element there as far as this whole sense of having that vision or having that direction. You can buy yourself a job, and that is one way to continue to have some income. And I think we really should create an important distinction here between being an entrepreneur, somebody who feels compelled to start something or to grow something, to build something, and someone else who is essentially replacing income or a job by being self-employed. Those are two very different models. So the person who is essentially replacing employment by owning a business or buying a franchise or starting a self-employment opportunity is not somebody that I would call an entrepreneur. They have a different model for income, but they are really still facing those some of the same challenges, and I think maybe this is where your question is hinting at, facing some of the same questions and challenges uh, of the entrepreneur who has to enlist other people in helping them to make that business prosper and grow. And so for the person who's been on somebody else's payroll for a couple of decades, three decades, uh, that's a very different way of making a living. Now you are responsible for enlisting other people in the direction of the company, its priorities, making tough decisions. You know, leadership is more than just having this vision, and we would really do your listeners a disservice, Tom, if we just focused on that vision piece. Uh, It's a lot of other things. It's priority setting. It's making tough decisions. It's communicating to people what is important on a day-to-day basis so they can make decisions, which means you need to give authority to people. You need to trust people. This leadership stuff is pretty complex to do it well. And I teach people that leadership really is multidimensional, and it means building trust. At, at base, that's the most important function of a leader, is to build trust among the people he or she would influence or expect to help build that business. And to build trust, you have to really do some things, not just be a great person. And sometimes we confuse leadership with kind of this ideal person concept. Uh, You can be a wonderful person and not a terribly effective leader. You have to execute as well. So leadership at its base is getting things done through other people. A real entrepreneur or a self-employed person often tries to do everything themselves. Now, if you want to be self-employed and solely dependent on yourself, you can do that too. That is a legitimate way to make a living. But if you're going to be dependent on other people to get things done, now you get into the leadership realm. So that's the distinction between having essentially a self-employed job where you may buy your way into that or start your way into that and you're dependent really just on yourself or you're building a business or buying a business where you need to get things done through other people. And if you're relying on other people, now you're in the leadership realm. Yeah, I guess one of the things that I was questioning is a person that isn't an entrepreneur by nature is now being put into that position. And one of the first prerequisites that I would see them having to make is to get that clear sense of direction, that clear sense of vision about what it is they're going to do, whether they ever envisioned that they'd be doing this or not. Sure, and that's a tough transition for a lot of people to make. And for some others, it's a wonderful transition to make. It's very liberating. And whether you've been waiting your whole career to do it or it's something that circumstances kind of put at your your feet, uh, at your doorstep, 
uh, it can be daunting, certainly frightening, to go from the comfort and security of a paycheck and, and the regular payroll situation to all the prospects of risk and decision-making and all those things that self-employment or entrepreneurship presents, plus the responsibilities that go with that. And again, that's where the leadership skills come into play. And we sometimes talk about uh, leadership when we get talking about leadership ideas is almost too philosophical, I think. There really are some very operational things that come into play here and making decisions, tolerance for risk, uh, communicating those ideas about what's priority, what risk is tolerable, what we're trying to get done here. Uh, those are all things that that person has to think through. And, Tom, this is really important to have the support of the people around that entrepreneur, whether that's a spouse, family members, significant others, whoever's in that support network of that individual, because it is so tough. And particularly it's tough if that's not the way you've really led your life to this point. So if you are that 45-plus person, the transition is not just for that individual, it's also for that individual support system. And that's an issue that I find in my coaching practice, and I do have entrepreneurs and small business people in my coaching practice, and also people on the corporate payroll who are making that transition to a new job or to this entrepreneur type of model. It really has struck me how important all those other people in that individual's system are, if you will. And I, I take a systems-oriented approach to my practice. So we look at really who's all in that individual's life because that has a bearing on how much energy they get to do this work. And if you don't have the support of your significant other, uh, whoever that might be, and sometimes it's still a parent or it could be um, somebody in your social network, if you have other people who are essentially a force against what you're trying to do, that can be formidable, a formidable obstacle to overcome because it's tough enough to make those transitions even if you are fairly convinced, even if you really believe, if you have essentially psychic opposition, if you will, and I don't want to sound too, too uh, uh, airy-fairy here, but yeah, I think you know what I mean. If you've got people who are really kind of doubting you and they're throwing lots of questions your way or they're not giving you the support, it makes that transition that much tougher. But I think one of the key factors on uh, developing that support is the issue of communication that you're talking about, whether it's uh, communicating with employees, communicating with um, uh, your support network, your vendors, whatever. I think the key element here is the issue of communication. Yes, and preparation. So when somebody's going to make a transition into entrepreneurship or take a bigger step toward expanding a, a, an ongoing business if they're already doing something entrepreneurial, one of the things that I always advise my clients is for them to really have things lined up so that they know what they're doing and can make a reasonable risk, can take a reasonable risk, make a reasonable decision. We'll never have all the information we'd like to have. Uh, there is no such thing as a perfect decision, but we can certainly ask a lot of really good questions and we can communicate information to significant constituencies, big word, but means parts of the whole. So again, taking a systems approach to this, who are those people around me who I can enlist in this, whose information I could seek whose help I can ask for. And by the way, Tom, that's another really important dimension. So many entrepreneurs 
whether they've been a serial entrepreneur, you know, entrepreneurs most of their life, or they're new to this, a characteristic I find that is sometimes an important one to develop or to expand is that capacity to ask for help. Uh, we try to do, and I say we, I, I've been self-employed for about 15 years, uh, we try to do too much ourselves, even if we're working with other people. Many of the successful, and I, I do underscore successful, even many of the successful small business people that I coach still try to do too much themselves. Why? Because we can't. <laughs> One of the reasons that we may have hung out our own shingle or started our own business is because we had this compelling vision of ourselves. We have the capacity to do great things. We may have felt held back in other environments. So we are amazing people. We have great capacities. And because we have such confidence in ourselves, sometimes we're reluctant to go to others and ask for help. But we really need to do that and learn to develop the capacity to do that regularly. And I've taken my own medicine on that, and I can tell you my life is much better for having developed that capacity, the skill to go to others and ask for help. And when I have introduced this to many of my clients, they report how much easier life is, lower stress, because they simply ask for help now, and it doesn't cost you anything. A lot of times people want to help you. So it's, an, it's a wonderful and amazing resource that's just out there literally for the asking. Okay, Dan, we need to uh, pause here briefly for a word from our sponsors, and uh, when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion of leadership skills and successful entrepreneurs. And if you'd like to contact Don directly, you're going to find his profile and his contact information on our guest tab on our show page at TalkZone.com. You're listening to the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network, sponsored by TopSportSupplies.com. Remember, it's your adventure. Now is the time of year to begin planning your outdoor expeditions for the coming summer season. While you're at it, don't forget to visit www.topsportsupplies.com. Whether you're planning an expedition in a wilderness area or an adventure to a remote corner of your backyard, Top Sport Supplies has over 19,000 tents, backpacks, apparel, binoculars, hunting equipment, camping, and outdoor gear in stock. Best of all, you can shop from the comfort and the convenience of your home or desk. TopSportsSupplies.com offers free shipping within the U.S. for every order over $50. TopSportsSupplies.com, it's your adventure. You are listening to the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network exclusively on TalkZone.com. Are you continually looking for ways to achieve a competitive advantage for your business? If you aren't, you certainly should be. Take a moment right now to go to the mentoringsuccessgroup.com webpage and sign up right on our homepage for my hard-hitting newsletter named Your Competitive Advantage. Every other Monday, I email you a newsletter that's packed with information that you need to know about and a discussion on why this is important to you and to your business. Go to www.mentoringsuccessgroup.com and simply enter your name and your email address. It's that simple. Can you afford to be left behind the competition? Do it now. www.mentoringsuccessgroup.com. It's your competitive advantage.